Hello and welcome to Sumo Mainichi. My name's Dave. I'm here with Amy and we are here to bring you all the action from day four of the July Basho taking place in Nagoya, Japan, where the local weather today is 26 degrees Celsius or 74 degrees Fahrenheit and a very sticky 92% humidity. What is humidity? <laughs> Moisture in the air. But what's 100% humidity? Is it the ocean? It's rain. It's raining, right. <laughs> the ocean. It just suddenly becomes the ocean. It's the ocean. Yeah. That'd be nice. Yeah. Twenty When he said 26, I was like, oh, that'd be lovely because we're in winter here. And although it doesn't get super cold in, in Melbourne, it gets down towards zero degrees Celsius, which is cold for it's us. cold enough. It's been cold the last week. But then when he said the, the 90s. 2% humidity. That's uh, it's not what I'm really into. It's, it's very humid up in, in Brisbane in Australia. It's probably Brisbane and Darwin. They're very yeah. humid up there. There are some places that are very humid. It's the one bit of weather, bit of weather, the one weather style. Weather aspect. I, <laughs> weather aspect that I just can't handle. So I see 92% humidity and I just think that would be a living hell. I do remember once when we went to, uh, we went overseas to, uh, <laughs> uh, was it Fiji? No. Well, yes, it was very yeah. humid there as well. And you got a bit hot and bothered, yeah, a bit hot. <laughs> but it was walking around in the capital city of, why has it gone out of my head? Taiwan. Do you remember that? It was a super, I mean, it wasn't that hot, but the humidity was, and we were just, we didn't really know where we were going. <laughs> I remember that. And we day. got super hot. Yeah. And we saw those weird little squirrels. Anyway, enough about yep. our overseas. Maybe we were. <laughs> Were the squirrel, yeah, were the squirrels in our mind? Were they really there? Were the squirrels the friends we made along the way? <laughs> Who knows? Let's move on to Jurio. Arby didn't have a great start against Orhor, but he steadied himself on the back foot to turn Orhor around and push him over the bales. Arby four and zero, Orhor two and two. Nishiki Fuji won in a long bout against Daishoho today. Uh, and with Yago's win that happened first up, we have... Three Okuridashis in a row. Yeah, well, we thought the last basho was hashtag Okuridashi basho, but <laughs> maybe with that, this one is. Three in a row. I stood up and screamed with joy when I saw, I saw that, a lot of butts. that one come in. Yep. Uh, Nishiki Fuji is two and two. Daishoho is still looking for a win on 0-4. Kaisho continues his dream run on Jurio debut. He moves to four and zero in a very easy win against Daisho Maru. Mitoriu, he looked in no rush today as he shoved Bushozan around the doyo and picked up his fourth straight win. He's also four and zero, Bushozan two and two. The next part was Tohakuryu against Enho. There was a really weird mata here from Tohakuryu. It was super early, almost before the, the Gyoji was ready. And then when they went again, Enho just ducked down at the Tachiai and hesitated. Tohakuryu extended his arms, got himself in the perfect position to swing Enho down as he came forward. Enho is one and three, Tohakuryu two and two. Enho just not quite finding it after uh, that concussion. Kodoshoho staved off a determined Takakento for a while, but he couldn't hold out against the perseverance. Takakento moved to two and two, Kodoshoho one and three. Haku Yozan stays efficient and on the attack against Kyoku Taisei. And he joined the leaderboard on four and zero. Kyoku Taisei was two and two. Haku Yozan, as he was recovering after this and getting ready to give the uh, the soup to the next guy, he was doing some closed eye deep breathing. I think he's really feeling himself this time around. Could have been the humidity at play as well. Oh, could have. Could have been, could have been feeling terrible. Aqua heaved Yutakiyama around. 
Then there was a massive slip, slap fest and Aqua slipped a little bit. It was difficult for him to regain his footing and Yutakiyama gave him a little shove off the doyo. Aqua fell off, <laughs> tried to get up, couldn't, banged his head and Yutakiyama was like, oops, I made a mistake there, maybe pushing so hard. Well, did he hit his head on the way out? I, I think so. I didn't see the footage. Yeah, the, he the, struggled then to get back up. The camera went close up on Yutakiyama and that's when he went, whoops. Yeah. And then he heard a crashing sound. Yeah. So I didn't know what happened. Um, well, he took there. out an oyakata as well. Ah, that's right. That's right. A, a shimpan. So, yeah, that was a bit bit comical at the end. Hope Aqua's okay. Other winners today were Yago, Kyoku Shuho, Sadanumi Azumaru, and Wakamata Haru. All right. Well, why don't you take us through the leaderboard and then we'll crack into Makuchi. Yeah, there's four guys on four and zero unbeaten. It's Avi, who's looking pretty good. Had a bit of a shaky one today, but he's good. Kaisho, Mitoryu, and Hakuyozan. And moving into Makuchi, the first bout of the day was Tsurigisho up against Ichiyamamoto, a low-key battle of the heart for me. Ichiyamamoto got up high early and on the belt it was pretty brave against Tsurigisho, but uh, he was able to be the aggressor the whole time actually, and although Tsurigisho is excellent on the belt and very strong and in good form, Ichiyamamoto was able to stay firm and body Tsurigisho out. So much to like about this Ichiyamamoto performance today. Hans Tsurugisho, his first loss of the Basho. Ichiyamamoto, great start on 3-1 Tsurugisho on the same score. Next up, Daimami against Chianakuni. Chianakuni came aggressively out of the touchy eye and he went to work on Daimami here. Chianakuni hit hard and often. He turned Daimami around 90 degrees. Chianakuni moved in and he thrust hard on the side of Daimami taking him over the bales and down. Oshitoshi win for Chinakuni. He was infused with energy today, wasn't he? He looked great. Yeah, he's always he's always energetic, but today he was putting it to good use. It was three straight wins in a row for him. He's three and one. Yep. Great. Love it. You're happy about um, that? Yep. Yeah, yeah. And Diamami is one and three. Tokushoryu came up next against Chiona O, and he slapped his big body forward, Tokushoryu, a very solid touchy eye from him. He enveloped Chiona O and hugged him right out of the ring, complete with uh, a little face push to get him over the Tawara. Pure class by Tokushoryu today. Great to see him moving forward with such decisiveness. Now, Chiona O, Daimami, two rikishi that I've been hyping up, yeah. trying to get you to see the the, the good in these losses. Today, I don't think I can say that about either Yeah, of they're them. both one and three. It was a really interesting choice when you went, I mean, you just went very early on it. It was like day day two when he started hyping them up. Yeah. And then they've lost since then. Well, yeah. I, I And I've cursed Shahorzan still. He's oh, still yes. zero and four. Yes. So best I back off. Tokushoryu looked amazing today. He moves to three and one at Maegashira 15, his preferred spot. Chiyono or one and three. Chiyomaru up against uh, a smaller opponent today in Ishiura. It was a very clever touchy eye from Ishiura. He slid around to the side quickly, grabbed Chiyomaru's belt, and this kept him from stabilising. Ishiura continued on the attack here. He spun Mr. Sumo around and drove him out from behind Okuridashi. Yeah, yep, another one. Rack it up. I feel we've had more Okuridashis today than we had in the whole hashtag Akuri Dashi Basho last time. <laughs> yeah, we went early on that We went too, too early. To go, love yeah. to go too early, too enthusiastically. Yeah. I'd rather have too much enthusiasm than not enough. Ishira looking good today. Yeah, he, he found some form, great moves by him, and he was able to stop Chiyomaru from 
from getting at him by being fast. That's his first win, one and three, and Chiamaru is the same score. Well, Ura came up next. There was a a little segment on Ura today on the English language broadcast, which was really interesting about him, his injury and dropping all the way down and coming all the way back. He's much bigger now, of course, and uh, knees heavily strapped today as usual. He came up against Kagiyaki and it was noticeable at the touchy eye that he was starting from way back behind the line, behind the Shikiri set. It's funny because it's not really to generate speed moving forward, is it? Well, it's not I like would... He... Think, is the touchy eye hard for him with his knees? I mean, does he? Is it better for him to push off from further back than stand up from where he is? Perhaps. I don't know. That's mm. a great question. Yeah. But it was very obvious today, wasn't it? With um, Kagiyaki really right yes, up on the Kagiyaki line. Yes, because Kagiyaki loves to yeah. stand right on the line. He sometimes gets told off for being too far forward. <laughs> Not today, but yeah, it was it was very obvious. The two <clears throat> different techniques here. Kagiyaki came straight in close and he didn't want to let Ura get away. It was hard for Ura to brace himself on the Tawara with his knees as Kagiyaki took him back. So he tried like he often does to circle away. He did that several times, circling and circling, but Kagiyaki stayed with him so well, didn't let him get away, got the arms locked up and finally pushed Ura out and down off the doyo. Yeah, I think Kagiyaki did a good job today of exploiting his height and his width advantage over Ura. You're right. He knew Ura was going to try to slip out of his hands, but mm. Kagiyaki just stayed with him like glue. The arm lock was the thing here that really secured it for him. Very smart and efficient sumo from Kagiyaki today. We love to see it. He's three and one. Ura is on two and two. It's two old mates of sumo up next. I mean, I don't think they're each other's mates necessarily, <laughs> but they're our mates. Yeah, they're our mates. We, they're we, our mates. We love these guys. Kaisei and Tochinoshin. Tochinoshin went straight for the front of Kaisei's belt and he was successful here. With both hands on the front of the belt, Tochinoshin tried to move Kaisei back. Kaisei gave a little bit of ground here, but cleverly switched their positions. And this left Tochinoshin exposed right up against the bales. Tochinoshin worked them back into the middle. They locked up. There's a few grip changes here. Tochinoshin had gone from under to reaching over, getting the outside belt grip where he looks really good. He was well set up, but Kaisei, he was so strong and fast here. He hauled Tochinoshin around and it threw him to the ground. A very cool beltless arm throw. Sakui Nage win for him. It was really, really cool. You're absolutely right. I thought it was all over when Tochinoshin was able to get that grip flip. And uh, then, yeah, super cool throw from Kaisei, the beltless arm throw. It's not a Kimarate that he wins with. Often I had a look no, and the last God. time was <laughs> September 2020. So it's not a long time ago, but if you think they fight, you know, 15 times each. Yeah. Basho, it's not very often. And then the time before, that was in 2019. So it was only one time in 2020. So it's like Christmas once yeah, a year. Yeah, usually it's Kaisei that gets rolled down in that way. So <laughs> I think he'd appreciate being the one to do the rolling. Happy Kaisei Sukui Nagi Day to you and to all. Uh, he's two and two. Tochinoshin zero and four. Tamawashi up against Kodnawaka. Two guys in form. We commented yesterday that they were both coming into this on three and zero and how dare they? Yeah. A good touch out from both. Kodnawaka tried to get in close, but Tamawashi managed to keep him at a distance. Kodnawaka tried to slap instead, but Tamawashi just let him thrust, turned away 
and let Kodnawaka fly through and out. Tamawashi ends up the one unbeaten. And not only that, it's another Okuri Dashi. What a great bout. Tamawashi, again, his experience shines through. Just looks so cool and collected during these bouts, this Basho. He's in form. He is in great And touch. also Kodnawaka tried to take him on a little bit at his own game <laughs> when he couldn't get in close. And Tamawashi was like, no, I don't think so. I enjoyed Kodnawaka's approach to this bout, though. Showed very little respect for yeah. Tamawashi. Yeah, and I didn't it mind him. it. I mean, what are we up to? This is our fifth Okuri Dashi today. Yeah. I mean, do we need to get a hashtag get trending? Get that hashtag out. Get the pen. <laughs> do two vertical lines, uh, two ridiculous. horizontal lines. So that battle of So that battle of three zeros ends up with Tamawashi on four and zero, Kodnawaka on three and one. Hidenumi and Teretsuyoshi up next. Hidenumi defended the low Teretsuyoshi attacks well out of the touchy eye. He kept Teretsuyoshi off his belt, but at the same time was able to reach over and got his own left hand clamped securely on Teretsuyoshi's belt. Hidenumi steadied his feet and then he powered Teretsuyoshi over the bales. Yorikiri. Not really the position Teretsuyoshi wanted to be in. We have seen him win when his opponent is on his belt. He you know, tries to do a fancy throw or twist, but it wasn't to be today. And uh, he gets another loss. That's one and three for him. Not the not an ideal start. I don't think he'd be very happy with that. He's coming out each day with Hakahoff for the Doyo Iri. So doing that with Ishiura and yeah, but not not really backing the the privilege up with the wins. Well, it's true. At Maigashira ten, hmm. one and three isn't an ideal start. I'm surprised. Yeah, me too. Hidden Umi, he's two and two. Shimano Umi up against Aoyama, and there were some windmill arms here on display from Aoyama. He was standing tall and going for the slap. Shimano Umi, he took it, and he took it really patiently, actually. Then he suddenly ducked lower and made a sudden attack against Aoyama's chest in the perfect position, which totally worked, and Aoyama was driven back and out. Ah, it's interesting. I wondered whether this wasn't Aoyama taking a backwards step. Yes. Was it uh, the thrust that I think forced maybe him back? the um I think the thrust was the first thing, yeah, but right. then I think he gave into his yeah, animal yeah. instincts and went for the <laughs> his Aoyama instincts. Well, I mean, this is just a clear case of having a look at the tapes. Yeah. But watching all, all four days. Well, I think he has he has been looking at the tapes and I think that's why he does way more pushing now. Mm. But I do think it's a, a body thing for him. I think it's in his in his, in his sumo mindset, in his DNA. It's in his DNA just to, to go, okay, things are a little out of control. I'm going to step back and pull. Yeah, and the pull it has worked for oh, him. Well, we've it seen him. It used to be a huge part of his It sumo. used to be a Yeah. Well, it but still it, is. It still is. But, uh, yeah, I feel like people know that's coming now and are very careful of it. And Shimonomi was just so balanced as he came forward. So a great win for him. He steadies the ship at two and two. Aoyama is one and three. Up next, Myogiryu and Takara Fuji. Takara Fuji absorbed the immense force of Myogiryu's touchy eye, skidded his feet back with complete control. Takara Fuji held them up for a moment while he was negating uh, Myogiryu's reposition attempts. But Takara Fuji had worked his arms around Myogiryu's. He locked them up, surged forward. Myogiryu could do nothing here and he was eventually pushed over the bales Oshidashi. I did think Myogiryu did a good job committing to the defence and stopping Takara Fuji getting on the belt. But he did such a good job that uh, he forgot to attack or he, <laughs> he couldn't get in because Takara Fuji was defending himself so well. So, 
yeah, good good win there for pretty solid win for Tucker Fuji. Yeah, it was. And, and I think this was a clear example of that time where he just needs to stay in it after the touchy eye. Yeah. Um, you're giddy through everything into that. But today didn't work. He's one and three. Tucker Fuji with that win, two and two. Chiyoshoma up against Kiribayama. This was actually a great bout. This is one worth watching. Kiribayama got the left hand on Chiyoshoma's belt early, but Chiyoshoma, he's got a lot of tricks up his sleeve. He wanted a hand on the belt as well. He couldn't get it, but he was flinging his body around, sort of slapping his body together, then drawing away and then moving back towards Kiribayama. And he flung it around so much that he did snag a belt hold. It was really clever movement from him. They both tried to move each other backwards, but ended up circling around. Kiribayama had the right hand outside by now, and he suddenly and sharply spun and threw Chiyoshoma down, which ended up in Chiyoshoma totally losing his footing and sort of almost doing the splits. It was a pity. It was a disappointing end to what was an amazing bout. Chiyoshoma is a riddle to me. Yeah. I've used the C word with him before. I've called him a cheat. <laughs> because of the hankers. Yeah. Yeah, which are legal. I've called him a dog. Yeah. I've described his sumo as consisting mainly of dog acts. Yes. But. That's very harsh. Hey. You've been very harsh to him. You come here for truth (laughs) and that's what we give you. But watching him fight today, I thought he was brilliant. Yeah, I often enjoy watching him fight actually. When he pulls out, he's very fast. Oh, so quick. He's very nimble. He's a bit like a, a bit like a gymnast, you know, doing high kicks and pirouetting around. And very much in, con- in control of his own body. And you, you described it beautifully, that, that reposition onto the belt. We were both like, wow, yeah. what just happened? Yeah. I mean, I think maybe that's one reason why it is so disappointing when he does those other moves yep. because he, he is so fun to watch and he has been for a while. But when and he uses his, uh, his pace for evil, that's <laughs> really obvious and, and we don't like it. But not to take it away from Kiribayama, a powerful effort today moves him to three and one, Chiyoshoma two and two. Okanumi up next against Onosho. Out of the touchy eye, Onosho did a good job of getting under Okanumi, but Okanumi just stood tall and he bullied Onosho back and over the bales, pushing him out for an Oshidashi win. Onosho really tried to push against Okanomi, but Okanomi is so much bigger and I think stronger. I don't think that's the technique for Onosho. I think the thrusts are okay, but the just pushing at his body, it's yeah, not going to work. it's not going to work. Agreed. And it didn't work. And he is now one and three, struggling to find a little bit of form. And Okanomi is three and one. Hoshoryu coming up next against Chiyotairi and nobody wanted to go. Well, it wasn't a touchy eye. Nobody... Nobody went. They had to stand back up. They had to nod to each other. They had to nod to the where the imaginary king sits. King? It's Emperor. King. Emperor. <laughs> where did I get king from? Uh, so they went down again. And at the second touchy eye, or the, the first serious one, Hoshoryu went strong and nice and low. Chiatari's arms flailed, but it was too late. Hoshoryu moved forward and pushed Chiatari out. Mensa level sumo from Hoshoryu. He knew exactly what he had to do. To win this one, he knew it was all about the touchy eye and he executed this perfectly. So strong from him. Yep. And Chiatari just didn't have an answer. Hoshori rebounding after a loss yesterday, moves to three and one and showing us a great time at Maigashira 5. Chiatari is one and three. 
Next up, Hokuto Fuji and Kotoeko. Hokuto Fuji, it was interesting to see him out of the touchy eye. He led with the arms rather than committing the head, which we see him do often. And I, I didn't mind it. Um, and today it worked. Kotoeko was blown back and it was very easy for Hokuto Fuji to follow up and secured the Oshidashi win. I think you're exactly right. I think it was the outstretched arm yeah. of Hokuto Fuji at the touchy eye that made Kotoeko either rock back or try to avoid it, put him on the back foot and he wasn't able to recover from there. I've got to say, Hokuto Fuji is one of these rikishi who I worry about when he does commit his head so, you know, blindly and often. Yeah. So I actually didn't mind it from a yeah, the brain going safety first, you mean. point of view. Yeah. But didn't it work well against Kotoeko today? It really did. Yeah, yeah. He, he wasn't quite sure what was happening. I think he was confused by that move <laughs> yeah. because... He's used to Hokuto Fuji coming for, uh, forward first with the body and the head. So yeah, I think we all were a bit confused there. Hokuto Fuji, three and one, Kotoeko, two and two. Ichinojo, Magashira, two, up against Komasubi Meisei, who hasn't had a, not, a lot of luck. He's uh, one win has been a Fusensho. And it was a really active touchy eye from both guys. Ichinojo locked up Meisei's right arm. Meisei got a right arm grip on the belt, but Ichinojo stayed close raised Meisei up with the locked arms. Then he, he kind of swapped the side of Meisei that he was on Ichinojo. He went across to the right and in swapping the grip, he was able to get both hands on Meisei's belt. And despite all of Meisei's protestations, he drove him back and out. Another fantastic win for Ichinojo. We're seeing uh, just a brand new Ichinojo. No time for sleeps. Uh, so active, seems yeah. to have a game plan, doesn't wait around for his opponent to do something that he responds to. He's out there to win. Yeah, it's absolutely right. And looking to change grips, looking to take the initiative if there's ever a hint of a lockup. Yeah. It's just not always something we've seen in the past where perhaps he struggled with more problems with his back. I mean, he seems to be feeling fighting fit and he's taken out a Komasubi. Wow, amazing. Meisei looked shattered after this loss. Yeah, he looked... He looked upset yesterday too, actually. We commented that he, he looks a bit beaten up around the face. I don't, I don't know whether he's trained really hard or someone gave him a hard smack or what, well, but he, I, he I looks feel... down and he looks actually physically. Yeah. I think there's, there's two right. things working in concert mm. there, but for him to fight his way back to Komasubi and then, you know, I, I know he's had some hard matches before this, but then to, you know, to lose so convincingly to Ichinojo, it's not the kind of day four he wanted. It's not, but it is a bit of a traditional Komasubi. Like guys come up to Komasubi and Maegashira 1 and have this experience. It's true. And not to take it away from Ichinojo, he's a legitimate Maegashira 2. Totally. Fighting in, can I say, probably some of the best form we've seen him fight in. Yeah. I mean, if Meisei is well, then I think he just needs to Watch the tapes, take yeah. it away, have a think about it, train some more and then come back again. Like he has yeah. to just keep trying. Yeah. It's just like someone needs to take him aside and go, it's sumo. Yeah. It's okay, mate. It's okay, mate. He's had some really big ups, ups and downs, may say. Hasn't like he? he's, when he drops, yeah. he really drops when he yep. goes badly. But um, yeah, he's risen up and he should take take heart in that. And I guess that's why I wonder whether um, he's not feeling well. Yes. Whether something's wrong with his body. Ichinojo three and one, may say one and three. The next bout was Sekiwake Takeyasu up against Maegashira 1 Endo. And after a successful uh, first day of the uh, basho for Takeyasu, after having two days off at the start, this is a big test for him. The tourism and yeah, coming up against test. Endo so quickly. Endo, he aimed low out of the touchy eye, looking for that front belt grip. 
seeing him go back to this thing that he does so often. But Takayasu went downstairs. He thrust Endo up straight. Endo, he tried to, some pushing attacks here, but Takayasu leant in and gave him no room to do any work. Takayasu, he started attacking high. He slammed a right hand on Endo's belt and swung him around to the bales. Endo looked in trouble, but he steadied. He stayed upright, came back in to the middle of the doyo, but the damage was done here. He was off balance and Takayasu stepped deftly aside guided him down with a slap, uh, a Hatakikomi win. Endo's hand's actually touching here, but he stayed upright, but it was over. It was. And by denying Endo that first Mawashi grip, I think Takiyasu was able to take the bat on his terms. And then from there on, I think it was excellent from him. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Endo's certainly no easy beat and it was... It was great for Takayasu to be able to move him around. He came at him from some great angles as well. Amazing that that two additional rest days for Takayasu has him coming back and fighting seemingly free of any discomfort. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if that's the case or if they're just hyping him up or stimming him up on some painkillers. But um, yeah, he looks great. He's two wins and two days off and Endo at Magashira 1 is 1 and 3. Tobizaru up against Mitakeumi and Tobizaru, he always steps up onto the doyo with this feeling that he can do anything. He always looks like he believes in himself and he thinks that he can beat his opponent, which is really impressive and maybe he should have a chat to Meisei. But uh, he started off okay. He held Mitakeumi at bay for a few seconds, but then he it was so quick and you had to see it on replay, but he went for a huge leg kick with his right leg, he jumped into the air at the same time and pinned all his hopes on that leg connecting and disrupting Mitakeumi's balance, but it did not. And Mitakeumi was able to come forward and take him out. <sighs> I mean, we spoke yesterday about the experience Tobizaru is picking up here and hopefully he takes away from this, that leg pick against Mitakeumi coming forward. It was just not right. Well, I think too, he kind of jumped around it. And so yeah. if, it, if it didn't work, he was going to be left exactly. off balance and being easily yeah. driven back. So I, I think you have to kind of keep yourself stable while you do a, a leg kick. Yeah, yeah. Lots of things he can take away from this solid win for Mitakumi here uh, at 3-1. Great start for him. Tobizaru is 1-3. and three. Ozeki Shodai up next against Komasubi Wakatakakage. A very, very sharp touchy eye. From the big W, as I'm calling him, <laughs> for now. That's new. But Shorai matched the speed and they traded thrusting attacks before moving in close. Wakataka Kage tried to get on the belt before disengaging, dropping his head and then just charging Shorai back to the bales. Usually, Shorai's good in this situation. He can find a way to stay in it. But uh, Wakataka Kage just swamped him here, forced him over. Oshidashi win for Wakataka Kage. He was way lower. He was way more stable. He had a plan. It's the third time he's beaten Shodai in a row when they fought. He, of course, did it in May as well, and Asaniyama. So he's well-versed in uh, getting Ozeki scalps. And this was no real surprise, was it? We were talking about this one before the bout, and there's just a confidence difference going on right now. Absolutely, yeah. He, he overran Shodai here. Shodai uh, coming off his other loss was was not 
confident in moving forward and had no way really of dealing with the, the power of Wakataka Kage. So Wakataka Kage picking up a, uh, what do we call it? A silver oh, star. Oh, the Ginboshi. The Ginboshi. Yeah. <laughs> now, disclaimer, <laughs> we made that up. It's There's only a Kinboshi, which is a win of the uh, Magashira ranks against a Yokozuna. <laughs> But we say that anyone can win against Anozeki and we call it a Yes, that's true. Well, I actually think well, no, we actually restricted it to non-Sanyaku. Yeah, it's an honorary Kinboshi. <laughs> that's very complicated. <laughs> well, well done, Wagataka Kage, no matter what you've done very well today, no matter what it's called. And he moves to two and two. And Shodai, he's in trouble. He is two and two as well. Taranofuji against Daesho. Can he keep his record unbeaten. And it's a whirlwind of about, actually. Daesho stood Terunofuji up high. He got his hand on his face and starts bending him over the way Daesho does. Terunofuji couldn't get into Daesho's body. He was able to keep him away successfully. Then he gets up and under his, his arms, but he couldn't finish him off. Daesho was so close to getting on top of Terunofuji here. Terunofuji was able to come back, but he's driven away again by Daesho, who pushes him across the doyo. Looks like this time Daesho might be able to finish Terunofuji off and shove him out. But again, he's able to stabilise. He's, he's just quicker than he has any right to be, really. And it's Terunofuji who now comes on the attack. He turns Daesho, he runs him into the Gyoji, and then he gets him out Yorikiri. <laughs> so it's a very hard-fought win for, a little bit scary, for Terunofuji. I wondered whether the Gyoji didn't get in the way here. Yeah. I mean, it, Is if, there ever a redo because the Gyoji's got sure. in the way? I'm not sure. I mean, I was calling for it. You were, actually. Without knowing the exact rule yeah. <laughs> involved. Uh, Terunofuji, I mean, we've seen, you know, people can find a little gap sometimes, but he's just so unbelievably good at closing that gap when it opens. Yeah. And I just can't believe uh, his speed. Oh, uh, you said it so well. He has no right to be this quick. Yeah. You know, the, the story in the lead up to the last few Basho have been, well, there's nothing left of the knee. I mean, can we really believe this? The way he's moving at the moment? I mean, he's turning around and he's, yeah. he's Staying moving low. to the side. Yep. He's moving back. He got moved back today, um, straight away by Daesho. He moved back okay. He was able to anchor himself. Um, so, I mean, I, I do think the knees are really bad, but I just think he's dealing with it so well. Yeah. I think he's obviously trained his way back up to a point where he knows what to do with them. And it's just so impressive. Daesho, let's give him his due. He's 0-4. As usual, he, well, as usual recently, he, he has some very close ones, but doesn't often manage to pull off the win. Um, so he's had a hard last hard few punch. days yeah. and today was a better effort, uh, than his effort yesterday against Hakuho as in, um, there was more sumo. Yes, there was much more sumo, but it's Terunofuji who stays unbeaten and goes to four and zero. Well, that brings us to the final bout of day four, Yokozuna Hakuho up against Maegashira to Takanosho. Great to see that Takanosho was not intimidated. He took it to Hakuho out of the touchy eye. Hakuho here seemed to be happy with some slapping and pulling attempts on Takanosho. I couldn't help but see this as a bit of a lack of respect. I feel like Hakuho was playing a little bit here. Oh, do you did you see that pull attempt? Uh, well, he'd certainly slapped off the touchy eye, did his usual. He did the Hakuho special, yeah. yeah. And then I think he had another go. But then then oh, I just didn't feel like he could have moved in close here, but uh -huh. instead he tried to pull down. I don't know. 
whatever. You were impressed with it. Oh, I didn't think this was good mm. sumo from him. Mm. Tucker Noshal saw a chance and he took it. He threw himself forward at Huckahaw, twisting him around briefly and moving him backwards. But as Tucker Noshal was careening forward, Huckahaw found his feet. He spun to face Tucker Noshal as he was moving back, pulled him to the ground and just managed to keep his feet on the right side of the doyo. A spectacular Tsukiyotoshi win. It was actually. Takanosho had him absolutely beaten. He had yep. him turned around. I yep. thought it was going to be an Okuridashi yeah. win. Another <laughs> one for Takanosho. But that move from Hakuho to spin around again. And as he was blasted back to pull him down on the way through. It's just so many things happening at once. Uh, it's it, more it, coordination that I, I could have it, to have in one finger. Like It's like his, his reptile brain is hardwired for sumo. Yeah. It's and, and I really think his face expression after this showed it. Yes. I think he's smiling because he's like, I can still do it. And I don't have to think about it consciously. Yeah, I'm it's still... another complicated facial expression, isn't oh, it? Oh, no, I saw unadulterated okay. joy. Okay. He was impressed with himself. Yeah. Because he kept smiling after he, he got his um, drink cards. He smiled for a long time. But was it a bit of a, I know I sort of just got away with uh, that? Or was it a... Um, how I'm, good was I'm that? I'm a bloody legend. <laughs> I'm a bloody legend. Yeah. 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 I think it's probably the latter. I think you're right. Why not? Why wouldn't you? He's and pulled I'm, it off. I've got to say, I love I love it. I yeah. love seeing it. I it's mean. It's so great to see that. I mean, the audience loved it. We love to see it. Yeah. It's, it's real entertainment, isn't it? And look, I mean, there's questions around how many more Basho will seem for. You can't ask for more than a legend to be out there in the mm. sunset of his career enjoying what he does. Yeah, and we don't want him to be, we don't want to see him slamming everyone down with no competition. Yeah, exactly, either. exactly. It's not the worst for him to be put in a precarious position and then to do an amazing move to come out of it. Yep. I do think that's entertaining. Yeah. I've said it before, 30 seconds ago, <laughs> and I'll say it again. That's the final bout. Hakuhor, four and zero. Takanosho, zero and four. So, yes, three guys on four wins out in front, and there's a whole pack on three, but it's Hakuho, Terunofuji, and Tamawashi. <laughs> Great to out see. Out in the lead at the moment. It's a very Tamawashi thing to be with the leaders pack in the first week. Well, it did. Uh, his, his unbeaten start made us remember fondly back to his um, you show. show. 2019 in January. Those were simpler times. They were simpler times. <laughs> so what's your show and, and how badly you went in the next basho? Well, let's that. have a look at some bouts for tomorrow. Tamawashi is up against Aoyama. They've got a 6-8 record in Aoyama's favour. Mm -hmm. Up the top, uh, Wakataka Kage takes on Daesho. Endo takes on Mitakumi. That's a matchup I love, love every time it rolls around. Terunofuji takes on Hokutafuji. 5-3 record Terunofuji's way. Hokutafuji does know how to beat him. Shodai takes on Tobi Zaru. There's a bit of a history there. They've Ugh. only met twice, but both times full of drama. The final bout of the day, Hakuhol takes on uh, Mongolian mate Ichinojo. Oh, wow. I can't wait for that already. Now, it's 12. I'm super hyped for that for some reason. 12-3. Ichinojo has beaten him before yeah. three times. Yeah. Quite extraordinary we'll, we'll if you think about it. When they were. Uh, okay. uh, before tomorrow. Oh, you want it? Yeah. I'm going to do it right now. Yeah. Uh, so Ichinojo beat him on day nine in July 2019. He beat him on day 14 in May 2018. 
and then all the way back in 2015 uh, on day one of the May tournament. Well, I've got to get some vids out of those. Absolutely. We should go and have a look right now. Thanks so much for joining us on Sumo Mainichi. We've loved every minute of being here with you and we'll be here to do it all again tomorrow. We'll see you then. Bye.